0: welcome to the startup podcast this is episode number five this podcast will touch on a little NFL MLB PGA. we had an absolute banger to interview with uh, our good friend now John Oda corn uh, ferretor professional golfer um, just some funny stories of him playing golf and uh, his life playing golf Uh eh what he's looking forward to um, in the future for him.
1: We'll
0: start with the NFL. We'll, We'll touch up on some of these stuff. Trubisky tortures the Bears. I was. I didn't even really watch the game.
2: Laid the hammer on him. Dude. Yeah,
0: I didn't really. I wouldn't watch the game at all. I was playing golf, and uh, we we're coming around the turn, and I was. We were just headed into the the pro shop to grab some uh, grab some beverages before my back nine. And I look at the TV. And <laughs> the Bills just put, took a punt return back to the end zone, made it forty to three, and I was like, "Oh my lord." I look on Twitter, I look like uh, I didn't see Trubisky's stat line, but I think he had maybe a couple of passing touchdowns. Am I wrong?
2: Dude, he played sharp. Uh, I know he had one for sure. They had a couple running. Um, But, yeah, he played sharp, man. He was getting the ball out quick, hitting people in the chest. Obviously, that's something we've never seen in four years. Yeah. Yeah. but hey, who knows, man, maybe maybe it is coaching. Maybe it does come down to coaching. I've always had mixed feelings about uh, Matt Nagy, especially with his fucking remarks today, dude, <laughs> or yesterday after the game. You know, with the whole debate between him and Fields being the starting quarterback week one. Um, he said we, we still have to see Andy Dalton in the regular season. The guy's been in the fucking NFL for 10 years. Yeah. What more do you need to see out of him in the regular season? 100. You've seen two preseason games out of him. He's gotten like two first downs. Yeah, I'm Is just it... oh man, I'm yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm even the sick of seeing the red rifle already, and it's been freaking four quarters if that.
0: And the the Bears fans were booing him going onto the field. So I just thought that yeah. was
2: hilarious. So Andy Dalton, yeah, yeah, Mitch received a little bit of booze and cheers, but dude, I'm I'm glad he tore him up uh obviously we didn't have all of our defense out there but still we still had a, a lot of guys for sure yeah
0: and uh zach wilson lit it up in his second preseason game which is I nice to the, hear
2: i didn't see the final numbers it was like nine of eleven or something like, or nine of ten yeah two tiddies
0: yeah so i i mean that's good they're deaf i mean they're not going to be any of relevance this year they're in a pretty tough division that they're easily going to get last in their division. They're not even remotely on the same level as the Bills, the Patriots, or the the Dolphins. So, I guess it's just trying to keep Zach Wilson healthy this year. And
2: I do like uh, that coach. They have a good they have a good offensive line, young offensive line. Yeah, and um, I like that coach, Robert yeah. Sala.
0: Robert Sala is a good coach. It, it'll yeah, be a couple a years launcher. before they are a a, par, a playoff type of team. Um. They're just going to need a little bit more weapons on the outside and uh, some defensive pieces for them to get any better.
2: they got a lot of guys back, though, man. they got C.J. Mosley back in the defense. I think they had a couple guys sit out last year. But, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They're at least, you know, two years away. Yeah. At least.
0: And then uh, Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are back for the Colts. They are at limited practice, but um, that's really good news after a couple weeks ago we thought – Carson Wentz is going to be out for the rest of the year um, yeah,
2: whoever this whoever this foot surgeon is man they need to get this guy hired straight through the NFL all of sports yeah. every any any foot injury needs to go to this doctor
0: yeah so that's a that that's re- remarkable for Colts fans that's a that's a that's pretty huge to hear that um obviously a guy you just traded for or yeah you guy you just traded for paid some money to um you hope that he's healthy by week one, especially coming off of a injury kind of season for him last year and the last couple of years. So he just needs to be a guy that's just healthy. Anytime an inj- a guy with an injury bug starts getting hurt before the season even starts, it's never a good thing.
2: Um, so at least he's back. I think mean, Quentin Nelson's more valuable to that team than Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah,
0: he's the best offensive guard in football. So yeah, he needs to come back fully healthy uh the giants got into another brawl i
2: want to yeah, t- yeah more of just a giant but it's still great seeing that headline yeah
0: the sterling shepherd one it
2: was just uh
0: the it was the pictures of the action pictures of them like running around and then like taking their helmets off and then squaring up and then like throwing punches it was i just thought it was it was comedy there's the
2: antonio brown squared up too and got a i think a solid punch off yeah. So, hey,
0: eh, this this those, is what hey,
2: those those joint practices, man. That's you got to expect it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Raiders and Rams had to quit, cancel their joint practice last week because there were too much fighting. That that's just what you're gonna see. Joint practices are there's gonna be fights. There's gonna be tussles. Always happens. Always will. It always
2: has been. There's just more cameras now.
0: Now there's just more cameras and everyone sees it. I mean, I can only imagine back in the
2: '70s when there was no cameras. Holy what kind God. of <laughs> what it's kind like, of... uh, it's like semi pro, yeah. Uh, once it, it goes to commercial, <laughs> yeah, 100 <100%. laughs> percent somebody hit somebody. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, that's always gonna happen. Um, uh, well, MLB, our guy, Miggy, finally hits 500. It's just great to see an, another guy hit 500. Um, I don't know if we're gonna see a guy hit 500 home runs in his career for a long time. It's gonna be a, a a quite a while before somebody else. Who's the next
2: closest? Pools, right? Or no? Pools already got there.
0: I believe it's John Carlos. Th- uh, no,
2: after, no. after Miggy, I think it was
0: Robinson Cano. He had uh last
2: I saw. Yeah, he's suspended though. Yeah. No, how many? How many's Nelson Cruz at? He's got to be close, right? Oh, he's at four eighty two. So yeah, Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: guess right there. Yeah, he but yeah, he, uh, it's just the age. He's at 40. He I don't know how much long. I mean, I feel like he never
2: gets old. Dude, he doesn't. I think he ages. He's like, a, he's like a fine wine.
0: Yeah, I know. So we'll see. After that, I mean, I feel like we're not going to have a lot of uh, home run type hitters. Peyton's dog, uh, chewing on a chew toy over there. <laughs> yes, she is. Oh, yes. Uh, man, that's hilarious. Where? Oh, here it is. McGee just hit for number five hundred. Um, next closest, Nelson Cruz at four forty three. And then
2: four forty three. Four forty three. Oh, so he's. He's one or two years away.
0: Yeah, one or two years away. And then after that, it's Robinson Cano at 334, John Carlos Stan at 332, Justin Upton, 324, Joey Votto. Did Stanton get there? Maybe if he stays in New York for another five years, maybe. He's got to
2: stay healthy, too. Yeah. yeah, he
0: has to stay healthy. He's got to stay in New York. Just hit it oppo the whole time. He'll get 20 to 30 home runs. Strictly off of miss hits that go out to right field, just like Judge. But it's crazy to think that after Miggy and uh, Nelson Cruz, we're not going to have another guy that hits 500 for a long time. I mean, Mike Trout's it's been a great at time 310. Miggy, dude,
2: triple crown guy, too.
0: Yeah, triple hit, just amazing career. Yeah, I
2: mean, we've probably one we'll of the have best hitters. Crown guy eventually, but yeah,
0: one of the best hitters in our lifetime for sure. And it's, and it's not even close um and then the uh, MLB ends
2: he he won the World Series with the Marlins right has he won one since
0: he's won two he won one with the Tigers as well when the Tigers had Justin Verlander and those guys they won one um MLB ends partnership with Topps after 70 years they gave their rights up to uh I believe it was okay I lost the name Fanatics (laughs) That was it, yeah, it was uh, to fanatics to fanatics. Uh, so I guess from what people are saying, it's going to hurt, uh, it's going to hurt the the baseball card collectors and the baseball card industry. I don't know, I feel like, um, fanatics probably sees this and goes, Okay, like we'll come out with our own baseball cards.
2: Well, I heard they might, there, there's rumors too that they might buy them out, uh, Yeah. that they might just buy tops out and still let them, you know, supply them. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I've always, I've always been, you know, with the name of Tops, um, yeah, cards, you know, for us and stuff like that. So, definitely, uh, sucks to see a big name kind of get pushed out of the the game like that. Yeah, uh,
0: a little wild card update, playoff updates in MLB. My gosh, guys are j- the Yankees are hot right now. They said since the all star break they're twenty seven to nine. Um, Feeling
2: hot, hot, tot. They, I feel like they do they can't lose. Um, dude, yeah, they are red hot. I mean, hey, they went out and got those bats, dude. That is a freaking lineup and a half.
0: When that, when that lineup can hit and they can, and they're all healthy, that's a dangerous, dangerous lineup. They're pitching, they're actually pitching well now. They're leading, the, uh, since the all star break, they're leading the MLB and ERA with a uh, three point five. Um, Before the all-star break, their ERA as a team was 4-8, so that's a huge, huge jump for them. Um, Yankees are now four-and-a-half back of the Rays. And then in the uh, AL wild card, it was uh, the A's, but the A's just dropped out, and now the A's.
2: uh, Was it Yankees-Red Sox? Yep.
0: Yankees-Red
2: Sox right now. I really, really hope the A's miss the playoffs this year for Trayton Lazar. Well,
0: yeah, the A's and the Red Sox are technically tied right now, but um, but the uh, tiebreaker would go to the Red Sox. So the A's, they, like, gave, they gave two games away this weekend to the Giants. Um, they're up five to four in the ninth uh, yesterday, and then they gave up a two-run home run in the ninth, and they're winning today. That's what uh,
2: happens when you let Liam Hendricks walk, man. Yeah, they just had I mean, they had an all star fide closer the year before didn't want to pay him. That's what happens. Yeah, so and then the Reds
0: just caught the Padres, so the Reds are now whoa ten, Reds are now one game up on the Padres, and they would be the second wild card spot in the NL. We
2: bash the rate or the uh, Reds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we bash the Reds. And the last the Reds in the last ten are seven and three, and the Padres are two and eight.
2: Wow! Um, yeah, Padres have been on a slide.
0: Padres have been on a slide. Dodgers have been in also on a tear. I tell you of, what,
2: man, fucking San Francisco Giants just win they just series win. after series. I don't know
0: how they win. I feel like they shouldn't be good, but they are. I mean, they're the best team in baseball.
2: And that's what that's what they were when they won all those World Series too, man. Yeah. They were just a, kind of one of those teams that just pitch, play D, and scrap their way to wins.
0: Yeah, so we'll see if they can hold off the Dodgers right now. Um, Dodgers are only two and a half, two and a half games back at the Giants. Um, I'm sure they play each other here relatively soon. they uh, are definitely going to. They're in the division. I feel like they always play each other, I don't know, seven, eight more times before the season ends in the last month. Um, but there's just yeah. wild card spots going. There's going to be a bunch of teams moving in and out in the next couple of weeks. So, these next couple games.
2: um, It's going to be great, man. It's going to be an exciting finish to the MLB regular season. Oh, yeah. um, Especially if you have some teams involved.
0: Oh, yeah. And the Mariners are only two and a half games back in the AL. If they get hot, maybe they can jump in there. So, we'll see. We will see. And then, Otani. Should we just give him the MVP now? Or... Do do we give it to Vlad Vlad Jr.
2: No, Otani's got it secured. Um, it's probably already sitting in his closet back yeah. in
0: L.A. Yeah, he's having an unreal year. He
2: deserves it. But I know, man. I st- I think that's still up for grabs. I mean, I know Tatis's numbers are high, but he hasn't played, you know, a whole yeah. lot, and they're they're sliding. I mean, I can see Posey, Brandon Crawford. Harper. Do you give it to
0: Nick Castellanos leading the all of baseball on average right now? The guy actually of- did it's what do we got? Team. How many games have we got a month and a half left? Yeah, we've got a month and a half left. September twenty
2: sixth. Also, whoever really plays the best that month and a half is probably yeah. gonna run away with it. Um obviously Tatis's numbers are there. If they can if they get in the playoffs with his number, you know, he finishes off with a somewhat solid finish. He'll definitely walk away with it. But it's definitely up for grabs right now yeah I just I
0: I mean Vadi Jr. is just having such an unreal year for a guy that you know he kind of was a, maybe a swing and miss guy a little bit um, his first couple of years he didn't have a very good year last year um, not a lot of guys did it was kind of a short quick sprint season so but I mean Vita Jr.'s I mean I'll just say his, his slash line right now he's in 308 with 36 homers, 90 RBIs, and he has an OPS of over a thousand.
2: So Vlady senior.
0: The only reason why Vide Jr. is not gonna get it is because he doesn't he doesn't pitch. And Otani is a is a unreal pitcher. Um
2: Atani's got 40 homers though too.
0: Yeah, he's at 40. Um, but yeah, might even see. get 50. Yeah. So I think Atani has the AL MVP um, locked in for sure. Yeah, I think so. The NL is definitely is definitely up for grabs. We'll see how it ends up the last couple months, the last couple of weeks. I feel like if whoever just gets hot the last 3-4 weeks and their team starts winning and they get into the playoffs, I think they give it to whoever that is. So, a little golf, the Northern Trust was supposed to finish today, but it got pushed back to Monday. Bullshit. <laughs> because of uh, Tropical Storm Henry, which I mean, I don't mind. I've seen some videos where it's just absolutely just 50 miles an hour windy and pouring rain, and there's no reason to even start the tournament. I just feel bad for like John Rahm and uh, Cameron Smith. I mean, both those guys are in the lead, especially Cameron Smith coming off of shooting 11 under. Um, I feel like it's nice
2: that Cam Smith gets for him to get the because I mean, he just put so much fucking energy into that round. It's kind of like a breather.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is, it's like, okay, you go Saturday, you shoot 60, 11 under. You're leading in the clubhouse. And then you're like, you go home. You can't even go to the course because it's raining so bad. Like, now I'm just going to stay in the hotel for the next day. Put
2: in the room, man. Put on that carpet. Yeah,
0: I just think it could. Get a couple
2: putts, eat some food.
0: Yeah, I I wonder how it's gonna be. There might be some the guys up in the leaderboard that maybe don't come out play very well in the beginning. Um, just taking that extra day off might you know change some of the mojo. We'll see. And I mean, I'll you know at my fault I didn't see that Louis Ousey's withdrew and he was my pick to win it. One of your one of your picks. He was one of my picks. Um. Corey Connor, Sam Burns, and Paul Casey were our me and Peyton's picks to uh, get in the top ten, and they're playing pretty well. Um,
2: So Connor's is in the top ten right now; he's tied for ninth. Um, And Paul Casey's going to go on a run tomorrow and sneak in there.
0: Yeah, we should have. I mean, he's only
2: he's only three or four back of top ten, so I mean, he could go. You know, some of those guys are putting up some big numbers, dude. Yeah, Sam
0: Burns is uh Sam Burns shot seven under yesterday. Yeah, uh, now he's T eleven right now. Um, uh, and then Paul Casey. No, Casey's at six. Case Paul Casey's at six. I mean, I just feel like I've been watching this tournament, and then the course record has been broken three times this uh, this week already. Three times on Friday. Xander Shoffley and Justin Thomas broke their first record, both shooting a sixty-two. And the next day, Ken Smith breaks it, shooting sixty. And he had a he had a eleven footer on eighteen for birdie to make it a fifty-nine. Um, it's just crazy how these guys are just how low they're going, and it's not just a couple of them. It feels like it's just different guys, you know, starting at four under in the tournament, going into the, the going into the day, and then all of a sudden you see him at eight, nine under on a couple holes in there. Yeah. Two three, think, like uh, Tony. Fino. I think Cam
2: Smith was like minus seven through the front nine. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Whew. So imagine how that'd feel.
0: I couldn't imagine, man. Did I shot a 38 this weekend in the front nine? And I thought I was on the tour. I was like, I can't <laughs> miss. I can't miss. And he probably shot a 28. There we go. Uh, um, So, our next this next segue into our interview, talking about golf is, we got a a great great. He seemed like a great guy on the interview. It was fun. he was energetic. Told us a bunch of stories um, about his time. You know, his as an amateur, his first tee shot at U.S. Open when he was fifteen. He played in the Sony Open. Playing in the waste management, a couple of courses, some crazy courses he's played. How many hole in ones he's gotten in his life? Um, John Oda and I know Peyton was friends with him because he guys went to college together, and we're, we were lucky enough for him to come on. He's a hell of
2: a drinker too. Whole golf team at you. you, don't <laughs> make
0: you tell you what, he had a glass of wine while we were talking to him. So I need mean, next time we talk to him, I need to ask him for that uh, pullover. He had that link. That what is that link skull? pull over look pretty cool I've got to ask him for one of those Um, but nevertheless here's John Oda
2: for the for the stirs out there um, we're bringing on uh, Mr. John Oda a good buddy of mine played at UNLV um, part of the golf team Uh, currently was on the Corn Ferry Tour Uh, he turned pro in 2017 um couple big accomplishments here though 2018 had a great year pga tour a couple top tens um had a was a solo third or i think tied for th- tied for third th- yeah tied for third yep in um, reno yep had a huge round at the winham championship tied for 11th um, Yep. so yeah we're looking forward to getting back to some glory days and getting back to the grind but uh absolutely let's uh let's kick it off i'm just you're you're a hawaiian guy right you're from hawaii yep from Hawaii, so, uh, born and raised. Yeah, why you why why'd you choose UNLV? You know what, like you know, through the recruiting process,
3: I mean, I guess with every sport, but golf specifically, you know, just getting um noticed out of Hawaii, we have to go play in the states, mainland states, and so I did get you know, played a couple of tournaments in the mainland, played junior worlds, junior am, kind of the majors of junior golf, um. And, you know, UNOV wasn't even on the radar. I wanted to go to a Pac 12 school or uh, somewhere, you know, a little bit on the West side, West Coast for sure. Um, Hawaii is pretty far, but um, yeah, I wanted to go to like a Pac 12 school, want to go to Cal, and uh, didn't even know UNOV golf existed. Like, but, you know, I was at the junior Ram and uh, assistant coach at the time who recruited me was JC Deacon, and I saw his UNOV hat and he followed every day. And, um, had some good finishes, kind of ran into him at the airport and, and just kind of got talking and, you know, you kind of, when you kind of make a relationship with a coach, you kind of just naturally gravitate towards that coach, especially as a, you know, six, 15, 16 year old kid, you're like, oh my gosh, university coach, it's such a big deal. And, you know, kind of look through the program. I'm like, man, there's a lot of alums on the PGA tour. There has to be a reason. And so that kind of started, a snowball effect on uh, that that process.
2: Absolutely, man. There's a lot of guys coming out of there now, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the golf coach is it Dwayne Knight? Did I say that right? Yep, yep. Coach Knight, Dwayne Knight. Yeah, he's Hall of Famer. So you had no like, uh, you know, nothing on him coming out of high school, no, no. You know, so his coaching history.
3: Um, I kind of just knew of him as like. You know the the saint, like just the OG, the guy who for built sure. the program from nothing. You know, bred all these guys. But as far as the recruiting process, I didn't really get to meet him until I came up for my visit and got to um, you know take a tour of the campus and the facilities. I mean, it it just blew me away. But Coach Knight, actually, he just not retired, but he got moved to like a director of golf position I did, within the I university. I did see
2: something about that, yeah. Uh, so um, who got? Yeah, I think 30, someone thirty couple, think I think someone I know got like the associate head job or something or yeah so maybe not I know AJ McInerney yeah AJ McInerney a couple years older
3: than us uh so he's a former player played on the corn fairy tour and um kind of just had some injuries and felt like he would rather coach and so he's the interim head coach now at UNLV and it's kind of a kind of a good gig he's a good dude and you know I love the guy you know yeah. he's like a brother
2: do you ever uh, do you ever go work out with those guys, or you know, take it to some of You know, of those it's so players? funny. Yeah, oh, man,
3: it's weird because
2: now you know, like everyone
3: that I've been around is now gone. So like the younger guys that I played with on the team are now graduated and done. So as far as like keeping up with the guys currently, I mean, I really don't know too many of the guys. I'd like to, um, but as far as working out and stuff, I mean, they kind of got their own deal and. For sure. And, um, but I mean, if we ever play around the golf with them, you know, I'd, I'd love to in this offseason. So hopefully I can reconnect. Yeah, so
0: yeah, absolutely. You, were, Go ahead, Ruta. you were saying um, during that your amateur process being in Hawaii, you had to fly to the mainland to get in the oh, bigger yeah. tournaments. How much more difficult oh, yeah. was that during your amateur process living in Hawaii versus if a kid that lived in California or Texas going through an amateur process?
3: Yeah, it's just tough. I mean, you know, so you can you imagine, travel I mean, a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the, for the recruiting process, like, yeah, scores around locally kind of don't really attract coaches. It's kind of what you do nationally. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, uh, and I mean, it's just, it's just an expense thing. It's just expensive, you know? So that's why like the couple of tournaments that I've, I've uh, played at in the mainland. I just, I had to make it count. And luckily I, I did, um, just to get some recognition. So, um, Yeah, the traveling part of it is quite a lot, but you know, I've three to four events in the summertime up in up here in the mainland. So I've been around. I mean, I went I played a junior golf tournament in like New Hampshire. Like gosh. All the way from Hawaii to New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's five thousand miles. Like halfway across
0: the world, not even the country. Um
3: uh, does UH have a golf team? University of Hawaii does have a golf team, but they're uh, not as strong. You know, we have a lot of good Hawaiian players like golfers, but like we all kind of want to get off the island. You can imagine it's like a super small fishbowl. And, and, you know, as far as like growing as a golfer, we only play it, you know, in Hawaii, which is For high sure. winds and, you know, perfect weather. But when you That's play agree, in the mainland, I feel like, yeah, you play in the mainland, you play, we play at Denver, we play in Florida, we play, you know, in the Midwest, like, we play in the Northeast. Like it's just conditions like in golf is a big thing. And I'm sure, I mean, it's like that with every sport, but you know, soccer and, uh, and baseball, but you know, we're not, we don't have, we're always battling the elements, you know, the course. Yeah. So.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Me and uh, me and Rude are avid golfers now. At least we try to Um, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) know about conditions now that I'm out here. in. (laughs) We're weekend warriors to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I love it, man. I mean, what else? What
3: else are you gonna do on a Saturday afternoon with the boys? I mean, crack <laughs> open a couple a, of the beers. Boys for you know? a <laughs> <laughs> um, so in
0: 2012, how old were you? You were 20 or you were what Oh, 15. Uh, that, that you played in the Sony Open, is that correct? Yeah, I did. Yep. How was that in e- high school? How was that experience being so young being on a PG in a PGA tour event?
3: Honestly, like I tried to play it cool, you know. Like, yeah, you're you're there in a practice round, you and it's like, oh, you know, you just see all these other guys, and gosh, who was that? Who did I see? I mean at the time, like I played a practice round with this guy named Rocco Mediate. He's like oh, a oh, yeah, champions yeah. tour player now. Oh, he had a famous battle with Tiger Pines. And this was in 12, so like he still kind of talked about it quite a bit.
0: Yeah.
3: And one of my memories is like like, he was just like, man, I almost got that motherfucker, you know, like, <laughs> I almost got that MF, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, he's like, he's like, and then he's like, look at me, I'm an like, old oh, fart now. And I almost got, him. Like, but yeah, I mean, just being around like the best players in the world. It was, I mean, it was pretty surreal. I mean, I tried to put it off cool at the time, but, you know, cause at the same time we're trying to, comp- I'm trying to compete too, but like being realistic, I was like, really just Playing it, playing it cool, but really enjoying the moment and kind of yeah. seeing, like, oh, man, this is, like, the real deal with the guys, you know? And, um, I mean, gosh, it was, it was, I, I mean, I actually played pretty good. I think I shot, like, a pair of 73s, which is three over, three over, which, you know, for a 15-year-old amateur. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I missed the cup by, like, six or seven, I mean, but I thought at the time, like, man, I played pretty good, you know? And uh, it's something that I'll never forget, teeing it up, you know, especially in front of, like, home fan, home crowd, Hawaii, you know, yeah. just getting a lot of support. I think it's such a big deal and um,
2: great memory for me. I always cherish. I'm sure you had the same nerves as, uh, like, when I get paired with random people at the first tee box. I just get all these <laughs> dude, butterflies, I, man. Dude, oh, I was know, about to top one in front of everybody.
3: <laughs> I was actually pretty damn nervous. I mean, like, I was – I mean, I actually hit a pretty good drive, but like, man, it gets you like ultra focused. But like, man, it's the nerves, man. Yeah, I get it. I get how it. How was
2: how was the breath after the first the first tee shot? Was it? Just oh, like- it
3: was like a, such a like sense of relief, you know. And uh, I had I got paired with a couple of good guys, uh, Kyle Reifers, Um He had a bunch of years on tour, and Jonas Blicks He probably won three times on tour. Like a couple of guys that you know just got off the you know, Corn Fairy Tour and graduated. So that was their first start on the PGA Tour, you know, and hey, there, and it's kind of funny. It's, it, it's kind of funny, like looking back, like now that I'm in a position where it's just like I played to get my PGA Tour card, I'm not at that level yet, but it's like for them to get there, it's such a awesome accomplishment, a big accomplishment. And to see them like have their careers, they've had, you know, pretty decent careers, not like superstars, but, you know, they've earned a pretty good living, you know? And so I just hope to, continue to play and, and, and get my full-time PG tour card,
2: For sure. And, uh, so just for like the average golfer that might, you know, be listening for this, just, uh, if you could like dive into just how that process works, because I, like, yeah. like similar to like baseball, right. People don't mm-hmm. realize like NFL basketball, you're pretty much, you know, you're pretty much just going straight to the league, right. If you get drafted right. stuff like that, right. But similar right. to baseball, you got all of these different levels. Um, Pretty similar sure. to golf, obviously, unless you're like you know Tiger Woods or you know, those guys that are just <laughs> Colin Colin Morikawa. You guys that yeah, are just Matt naturally Wolf, you know, you know Victor gifted type for of guys. it. You know what I mean? Hobby, yeah. um, you know you yeah. got the guys that have to grind it out. Um, so if you could for just, sure you know kind of just explain that right? Yeah, now So college. So what was it like? You know, once you turned pro, 2017.
3: Yeah. So the beauty of golf is you know you're not selected. You can always earn your way. You know, it's 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 definitely so much performance based um so basically the process is going through q school so q school is there's four different stages there's pre-qualifying um they're they're like tournaments so there's pre-qualifying stage. There's three rounds there then top 20 advanced to first stage which there's about 12 sites 80 guys you got to be top 20 and so if you pass sec- first stage you go to second stage there's like four or five second stage sites you got to finish top 20 there and then you go to final stage, which is another four-day event, and you got to finish top 40 out of a full field of 156. So basically you kind of just – you know, this happens in – from September to end of November. You play basically one one stage a month, October, yeah, so one stage a month and kind of just pass and get through it. Um, Just like a regular tournament, but, you know, obviously – one is as good as 20. So you kind of have to strategically, it's just like you're not playing to, if you're, you know, in 10th place, you're not really trying to chase one, you're just trying to just, you know, plot along, make a lot of pars, don't really get mm-hmm. overly aggressive and, you know, make dumb mistakes. It's so easy to to go and, uh, make a big number being aggressive, you know, going par fives and two. like, I know Peyton would, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you so can I'm, reach him. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, so, no, no. So yeah. Q school, Q school works, works like that. Yeah. And, that, and so from there, once you finish top 40 at final stage, you get your tour, uh, tour card for the corn fairy tour. And then, um, uh, there's no direct way to PGA tour anymore. You have to go through corn fairy tour to get it. Um, before in 2012, it used to be the same process, but straight to PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you make it to final stage, and and uh, finish like top, if you don't get your PGA Tour card, then you'd go to the Corn Ferry Tour. Previously, but now it's strictly you go to the Corn Ferry Tour, and then you play a season on the Corn Ferry Tour, and, and uh, try to finish top 25 on the on the order of merit or points list to advance to the PGA Tour. So. So, so kind like, of almost like a two-year window, two-year deal to get to the tour. Or you can do it a different way, which is you do it through Monday qualifying and earn enough points um, or exemptions or earn enough points on the PGA Tour um, to just bypass all that. And, and you've um, done a couple, couple of guys, did. right? Yeah, I got through a bunch. My first uh, my first uh, year out, or my second year out in 18, I, I almost did get my PGA Tour card. I was probably... I mean to be honest, Wyndham Championship was the last event of the year and I finished 11th. I think I needed it just one shot more would have got me temporary status, which is crazy to think about, which would have got me like 10 10 starts the following year, but my tour card and corn fairy card. For sure. But um it's definitely uh, a beauty this is the beauty of our game. It's, you know, you earn everything. Um no one ever can take something away from you if you if you get your card. So if you got there, you got there because you're you're good enough and you're good um it's just tough you know other sports there's so much so much guaranteed money and and um like you get drafted yeah you're good but you can be drafted and not perform you know and so it's a kind of a different deal with golf I think it's I think it's almost better or I've had that mindset where it's an individual store individual sport you're just relying on yourself and um kind of just earning your way through the process so
0: it's kind of like um, one of the only sports Professional sports where you get to the PGA Tour, the big leagues, and uh, whatever you want to say, strictly mm-hmm. based on how you play. You there's exactly. like in NFL, NBA, baseball. Guys get to the big leagues because somebody else liked them to, good enough to get to the big leagues. They may have played good or played not played well, but that's like that's why golf is so. I love watching golf just because for four <laughs> days. There's only one one stroke can determine uh, throughout four days. Can you determine who's a winner? Who's a
2: loser? Once and even that, then, whether it's round one, <laughs> two, three, four, like playoff, the
0: playoff, uh, the other oh, day yeah. with six guys on walking down the fairway. They had to, Oh yeah. That was a, one of the craziest endings I've ever seen on a regular tour. Event.
3: And of, and of course kids just wins. that one. Win, you know, <laughs> Yep. I know he's, he's so cool. I was actually rooting for Kevin cause he's a good buddy. He's a Vegas guy. So, um, rooting for him, but
2: yeah. He's not a UNLV His, guy though, right? No, so, he's, he okay. went straight from high school to tour. I didn't know he was so. a Vegas guy. That's why I wasn't sure if he played there. And I no, know Adam Scott no. and a couple other guys, but
3: yeah. Ryan Moore, Adam Scott, Charlie Hoffman. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, a lot of current players now too. I mean,
4: yeah, there's a bunch sure. of guys
3: playing that corn fairy finals right now that, you know, is in our era, like Harry Hall and Taylor Montgomery. Taylor Kurt had an Grant, unbelievable Kurt, year. Kurt, Kurt Kitayama. Kitayama. Yeah. Damn, Kurt. I mean, Kurt's won twice in Europe. I mean, he's, you know, almost top 100 player in the world. I mean, it's, it's, um. I mean, these UNLV golfers, man, they're, they're good. We're, we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I thought probably. I saw something. I was looking on your profile the other day. Um, 2018 did, or 2017, you played in the U.S. Open. I did. Yep. Yeah, I was at Aaron Hills, which was at that. It still is the longest U.S. Open in history. How was yeah. that, like, playing, just playing in the U.S. Open? I mean, every golfer, I'm sure, grows up wishing to play in the U.S.
3: Open. How was that? Yeah. You know, my experience of the U.S. Open, I mean, I literally saw everybody. You know, yeah. Spieth, um, JT, Tiger? Adam. Tiger wasn't there. Tiger was the only guy. Ernie Els. Man, um... feel the thrill. It was like a Phil. Phil, yeah. I mean, it was such a circus. It was such a circus. Like it was just crazy. Just yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys been to? Have you guys been to the Phoenix Open? No, I haven't. Yeah, you can imagine how crazy Phoenix Open is. Like, it's like that, but like a little more sober people there, (laughs) though. Yeah, just. Yeah. Just a t- I mean there's more sober people but there's just so much people I
2: mean it's more for rounds. the golf and not the party
3: yeah it's crazy it was just crazy I mean I was so nervous off that first tee shot like yeah <laughs> like, I bet you know you can imagine right just I was an amateur at the time like kind of in the process of turning professional and I was like thinking oh I'm so you know amateur such a big deal you know and, and all that stuff and so I like it's a it's amazing, put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, but it was good. I I mean we kind of live for those moments, you know, as athletes, you know, we kind of yeah. love that challenge, you know. For sure. So how
0: different, like they always say US open conditions. How much harder is US open conditions versus a day, a weekend on a like corn ferry tour?
3: Uh okay. Well, number one, corn ferry tour. I don't know if you follow scores, but cuts are like five, six hundred yeah, yeah, times. Seen. Yeah. And like those courses are very scoreable, just less rough. Greens are a lot softer. Um, lengthwise, I mean, it's a little shorter. I mean, no, no big deal. Courses are still like seven, seven thousand yards, but yeah, um, like US Open is just so firm, fast, and the courses are just a beast. I mean, I don't hit it long. I'm usually pretty straight, kind of just. Hit a lot of greens, hit a lot of fairways, kind of don't do anything special. But when you go to a U.S. Open, you would think that that works. But when I have when I had longer clubs in, I was missing greens with five woods. I was missing greens with four irons. I mean, it's just you have to be that m- much more precise. And I think the longer hitters benefit so much in U.S. Opens. I mean, you look at every U.S. Open champion, they bomb it like yeah, like Bryson in twenty, John Rahm t- this past year, right? I mean rom bombs it tory i mean is i mean it's a course where you need to hit it long yeah um brooks obviously dj i mean these are all long hitters you know i think other courses like augusta brings scouting. in all
2: yeah 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 yeah. when you get Man. some cowboys in you and get a couple <laughs> extra yards out there whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> i <laughs> no i don't no, need no. to take shots at tireless Tylus is great.
3: I mean, I've been using their stuff for years. You know, I've, I've ventured off and used TaylorMade Woods and stuff at the time, you know, when I could play whatever, but, you know, Tylus is great. Their, their drivers got, right, are Rudes? actually really good.
2: Rudy, you got cal- or uh, you got Tylus, don't you,
0: Rudy? I have Tylus from four iron to putter. I use a Scotty putter. But then my okay. two iron and driver are both TaylorMade. So I gotcha. I use a Tylus golf ball because those ones are the best. <laughs> You can't beat him. I mean, I lose three around, but it doesn't matter. Oh uh, <laughs> I don't care. Three's not bad. Three's not bad. I'm an okay
3: player. I'll I'll hit it far. Yeah, what do you know guys where fire? What do you guys fire usually?
2: Okay, these weekend warrior golfers. Come on now. Dude, right now I'd probably sh- if if I played with you, I'd probably, you know, probably break a hundred because I'd be so nervous off the tee box but, <laughs> Oh uh, gosh. I'd, I'd probably go out and shoot 12, 12 over, ten or twelve over right now. I'll just oh. say
0: my best round this year so far has been a 76. Oh, a four over. But that's oh, gotta got to be perfect. A that was a per- that's gotta that, be perfect. That was perfect. I will say my last round I just played, I was hungover and it was at a new course I've never played for La Costa and Encinitas. Yeah. And yep. I know I La Costa. A, I shot a 92
2: there. So, you it's know, a, it's a d- d- That course is
3: kind of narrow, though. You know, that course yeah. is kind of narrow. I'll give you that.
2: It it was was you were definitely there, fucked, a root if, it near, if It was narrow. <laughs> it, was, it was narrow. I didn't Spray have a T box, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like if you ever go into a, a bar when a bunch of people are hammered playing golden tea, that's a is Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is me. Dude, um, that's so funny. So, yeah. oh
3: yeah,
0: of the top of all the courses you've played in your life, I'm sure you played hundreds of thousands. Can
3: you yep. give us just a top five of ones you'd play? Oh, dude, yeah, of course. I think I I mean I can't give it a go, one go, through go, five. Oh
2: okay. I just, was about to say You go want five me to give it a one through but, five?
3: Okay. I might have to think about it though, but I can kind of You can do three if it's easier to do three. Gosh, I just um five, huh? It's tough to put one in a in a fifth spot. I think I have to give my fifth. Um my number five is Cal Club. So, California Golf Club in uh, the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, is a bear, I think it's, The Bay Area guy. Yeah. So, California. Cal Club. Yeah. Yeah. Cal Club has the best, like, best bent greens ever. Like, oh, I yeah. played Olympic. I played SF Club. Like, very exclusive clubs. But Cal Club has the best greens. And I actually had the course record for a couple years there, but it just got broken this past year during COVID. What was November the course and, record?
0: But was it so, when you got it.
3: So it was 63 at the time, and then I shot 61 there with a hole in one. Oh my God. And yeah, I finished like birdie, birdie. birdie, birdie, birdie hole in one, birdie, birdie. And so I shot 61, and recently another guy shot Mike 60. And, and no, <laughs> but I, another guy shot 60. and I was like and I thought my 61 there because that course is like really tricky. Yeah, I mean, I just had the perfect day, and but someone shot 60 there. But just the whole layout of the golf course. It's like an old school course in the best conditions. I mean, it's a beautiful golf course. Um, so that'll be my five. Um gosh four. I'm scanning through my I'm, head. I'm right Did
2: they send you the scorecard back?
3: Um
2: when they I when think they, they just when yeah, it got they just, broken.
3: Oh, when <laughs> got broken. No, they're just like you're they're no, they're just like ha uh-huh, ha, you're, you're, God, you uh... suck again. <laughs> yeah, you suck. Yeah. You're not on our wall anymore. You know, they're happy. Cause you know, when the member, when a member breaks it, I mean, he's a yeah. pro golfer too. He played at Stanford. When a member breaks it, you know, but um, props to him. I mean, I'm happy that he got it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you the, hold any, the, uh... do you hold any course records anywhere?
3: Yeah. Currently? So I do. Yeah. I have one in Hawaii and I have one in the Bahamas nice wow. yeah, was so our on tour? Fr- yeah so it was our first event of the year in in exuma and oh, it was in 19 i shot like a 63 there and it's like that golf course literally like is so narrow and so many crosswinds it, like it had the record on tour for like the highest cut ever i think it was like a 13 over cut to make a cut that's oh, on the pg God. tour though yeah in 2017 the cut was like 13 over Damn. I mean, it just it blows like forty there, and you're hitting it on nothing. It's literally ocean. It's like ob ob. It's like read crap, water, water, ocean. It's just like what? What do you do? You know, like yeah. you can be there for days. Guys were like withdrawing and like shooting yeah. like 95. So I put I put so that was going to be like my number my number four course just because um you know I think I had my two best finishes on the corn Ferry tour there um, last couple years or in 20 and 19 and I have a course record there. I mean, I, I, I mean, personally, like, I think it's a, it's a very stressful course. Like your every T every shot is like high stress, high stress, yeah. high stress. Every shot is high stress, always windy. And, um, but I, I just think it's a beautiful golf course. Greg, Greg Norman design. So oh, I mean, yeah? I'd give that, I give that my four. Um, I got my three right here at chat in Vegas, shadow Creek. Gosh, I hate to put it at that three, the but the match was the match was, yeah, Yep. So, I so being a UNOV golfer, like in school, we got to play there pretty much whenever we want, drive up to the gate and experience Super that. Man, so, I, so, I probably have yeah. 500 plus <laughs> rounds out there, 500 plus rounds out there, and that's a hard golf course. It's long, it's hilly, like it's beautiful. Just, I mean, it's just a beautiful piece of property. You just forget yeah. that you're in in the
2: desert um it's not a desert golf course Have you played the other one uh was it wolf creek i played wolf is creek that Mesquite? is that pretty solid Mesquite. too
3: you know i think it's uh it's just That's it's a just a good course to play with your boys you know like oh yeah. it's like man you're hitting through canyons it's like a sick view i played it from the back tees i think it was it was pretty long and it, it was just like ridiculously hard i yeah, mean i
4: sure.
3: i think i shot like Probably like, I shot seventy seven, and it was like if I were to convert it to like a normal golf course, it was probably like a sixty seven.
2: Yeah, I've been <laughs> I mean, so fucking fired up for a seventy seven. <laughs> uh, bro, over.
3: I shot seventy seven. I'm like, I was like, let's go. You know? <laughs> it's crazy, but or, yeah. So, but Shadow is my number three. I just right. never gets boring. I've got five hundred plus rounds out there, and you know, it's and just good i mean lpga had a match play event there tiger Phil match there Um, they had the cj cup there yeah so a a lot of of good yeah um i think two would be pebble pebble beach yeah um just because of the history i mean a lot of people are like man pebble is overrated but like be honest with you i mean every step you take on that golf course it's pretty damn amazing and I got to play it during time of year in November where the weather is actually pretty mild and really nice. And I got to play there at 7 a.m. just by myself and my caddy. And like the pace of play, I played in like three and a half hours. I mean, it was like perfect. The perfect. There was like no wind. It was like 62 degrees. I mean, it was so good, and the course, every step you take, I mean, it's just like breathtaking. Because yeah, you know, with the history of like the U.S. Opens being there, Tiger, I mean, AT and T being there, I mean, it's like you you realize, like, man, there's a lot of great golfers that's you know walked this course and played this track. And yeah, um, I'm lucky to have got the opportunity to play. Because I mean, if you were to, if you one of you guys were to pay, you guys would have to pay probably like five fifty a round, plus oh, maybe yeah. stay at the lodges, and then. I mean, it, it it would be like a minimum two thousand dollar day, you know. Yeah. It, it I mean, it, it's ridiculous or two thousand dollar a week, you know. Um, but Pebble is pretty special. I think that's kind of like a bucket list thing. Yeah. For every 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 average golfer, and I totally recommend it. Really, yeah, that's
0: the price is the the problem. I guess would say being from California. Have I,
3: mean,
0: I have not played it. I the nicest course I've ever played is Whistling Straits. And that's not even mm. close. And that one was not cheap either. And I played that one last year. Um, but that course is by far the hardest one I've ever played in my entire life. And that's when they were, it was in June and it was before uh, they decided to move the Ryder Cup back. Mm-hmm. So they were setting up stands while I was there. So, was like, oh, this is going to be sick when I come back in like four months. And then they're like, oh, canceled. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah. Man, we'll back to California. But it was just of-
3: right around the corner, though. and yep, It's going to be next- there. So, you get to call the shots. So you can be like, oh man, yeah, that's where Rory, you know, Rory's putt's gonna do that, you know. So oh, yeah. At least you got the you got the inside action there, you know. You're on just this three, it I hit it in the lake right here. This one is where I <laughs> shanked it. <laughs> I put it in the lake you know, on this side. <laughs> have you guys ever seen the I don't know, it was a compilation of club throws, and then there's a club throw of John Daly. Yeah, throws it into the water. That's at whistling, right?
0: That's number seven. Yeah. Oh, dude. That that hole is a beast. <laughs> you know. I played yeah. from that back tease, and the caddy told me this is where John Daly threw it. And I was like, from oh. here, he goes, Yeah, it's a 250 force carry all the way to the green, and in between is just lake. You have yeah. no other way to do it, and it's blowing 20 miles an hour. So I'm like, Oh, no outer wonder.
3: How do <laughs> you do
2: soft, was... <laughs> soft cut driver.
3: <laughs> now, this is my question to you guys. Okay, so you, know, you guys like, you guys watch a lot of golf, tour golf, right? Yeah. So Ryder Cup right around the corner. I mean, obviously we want the U S to win. Right. But oh, like, yeah, absolutely. What, what matchups do you think you guys would like anticipate or want to see, you know, like who are your good boys that you guys want to watch?
2: Yeah. So we actually had an episode earlier. This is, all, this is going to be our fifth episode um, out, but um, we were debating if Kissner was going to get on. Was it, was it Ruda? We yeah. We were talking about, about Kissner getting
0: on. He, he's played, I think I thought that it was like, he's like 14, three and one all time. in like president's yeah. caps and writer's caps. He's always great. And he's like a guy that kind of brings that team together. You know, I guess in golf, yeah, like yeah. you don't really have that team. I was for until you, unless you were in college. No. So that's kind of like the type yeah. of thing I would love to see. I mean, I think Morikawa is going to be great. I mm-hmm. think, uh, I just want to see like, um, the 2000, when was that 2008? Seventeen is when they played it in Paris. Correct? Is that 18? 18, eight, 18. 18. 18. Yeah. So they played in 18. Um when I just like the matchup when Fleetwood and Molinari versus I believe it was oh. Spieth and JT. Like that whole round was just amazing to watch. I just want something yeah. kind of like that again. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I know hopefully Patrick Reed gets in there. He does a little, the wave to Rory every now and
3: then. It's just, yeah, you, think, you think Molinari is going to get on this team because I don't, I mean, he's kind of far down on the points list. So like, I don't that Fleetwood was- Molinari deal is like out the door and they were just geniuses. I mean, they made the US look like fools out there. Yeah. I, I looked mean, at the
0: we were talking about the FedEx Cup standings on our last podcast. And yeah, Fleetwood and Molinari both missed it. They were both like 150. Yeah. But yeah. I think they're both exempt for next year, but they were right. They haven't been playing very well. So I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know John Rahm's gonna be- to play well.
2: <laughs> Victor Hovland's gonna be. <laughs> <He's> gonna- <laughs> yeah. Victor I've Holland. always I've always been a female guy yeah um, I hope he gets Dude, yep. he's fucking Mr. Consistent man he's top 10 damn near every weekend Second I know. right now only goes he might to not here. win but he's freaking top yeah. 10 dude every damn weekend I swear he's if yeah. you get Tony Finau top 10 all year long you'd make so much money yeah
0: yeah
3: he's t2 right now in the northern trust so I know pretty he's well
2: <laughs> he's not gonna win yeah
3: <laughs> yeah, so I actually, so I played in Utah a couple weeks ago, and um, he was there on Monday. I played in his Monday prom for his foundation, so it was a Tony Pinau, um I guess, pro-am out there, and he has it every year, and so he was out there, and I got to talk to him a little bit and meet him, and dude, the guy is just such a good dude, too, on top of that. Yeah. like absolutely, he's just, super
2: humble. He's
3: super humble, nice, like, easily approachable, um, and so... It was just a cool kind of deal to see him. Was it that uh, – it was his course that he's a member at? I don't know if he's a member there, but, you know, he I guess he lives in Utah. And, you know, the Utah golf com- community out there is so, like, tied together. Like, yeah. they're always pretty tight. And so um, he's, like, a big BYU supporter or whatever. and and But he just has his foundation out there. And he's such a big deal in Salt Lake City. It's yeah. crazy. And so yeah. – and he was given a clinic out there, and my gosh, dude, like the sound off that driver is like Insane. pretty impressive. The reason why I
0: asked was because I watched a video of him playing. He played you – know, do you have you heard of Random Golf Club with Eric Anders Lang? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Of course. So he does that – the video he was out with him playing, and it was Fina trying to break his own course record at the members, His the course he was at. He played from the tips, and it was oh. – Eight thousand yards
3: from where he was oh yeah that's called promontory that's what it was that was it yeah and it was like
0: the course record there's like 66 it's like six five under six no it was
3: yeah it was like not it was like not that low but like yeah Mm -hmm. that's where i was asking Mm -hmm. if it was that one no 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 no. we played a different golf course but but yeah Yeah. that golf course is a beast if you could pick
0: your favorite par three par four and par five Ever. Gosh. I know it's difficult amount of golf you've played, but just, I think just give me
3: give me a couple minutes. I'm gonna I'm like my brain's like working and scanning. <laughs> like uh, I mean, I could say like 17 at TBC Sawgrass. But to be honest with you, that's really not my favorite hole. It's a I'd hit the water fun hole. You oh Every you time, played out there? I haven't pl- I played a replica course kind of similar to that, and it was oh,
2: oh like a rendition. have you played yeah. the management? I played Phoenix open. How sixteen, dude? Was dude that slam- is- when you when you played it, was it slamming?
3: Yeah, it was slamming because I played Friday morning when I was like last out to tee off, so I was like eight oh, forty five yeah. tee time off the back. Rocking. So I turned around at like eleven on Friday. It was 11, 11 a.m. eleven thirty a.m. on Friday.
0: Doesn't mean
2: anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you guys are just I getting was started like- at eleven. Do you like shaking? Oh, you're like super nervous, dude.
3: I- the thing about that, like, I mean, Did
2: I you was hit nervous. Green?
3: I hit the green both days, okay. but the, the first day, the first day it was kind of, it wasn't empty, empty, but it was like a lot less people than what right. it normally is. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday afternoon. Like yeah. I'm there at six 30, like people are gone. Yeah. I hit the green the first day, but the second day I hit the green as well as a back flag. And at the time, like it was like 172 yards and back flag i you know ball goes far in in phoenix but i was hitting my eight iron probably about you know 168 in the air i hit my nine iron about like 155 but the hole is 172 to the flag stick i hit nine iron because like i had a lot of adrenaline going i was pretty like worked up and i hit nine iron about i don't know 18 feet short of the hole just the pure one and got pretty good applause and cheers yeah but the coolest thing about it center of the green it was a back left flag i just hit it like a little baby draw back there i'm like dude i i I, like i was like not shaking but you know you're like it's probably more nervous in my first pg tour event as an amateur honestly it was like it was like if i were to rank it probably my u.s open first tee shot was is number 1 most nervous then it's yeah. phoenix 16 that second round there and then it's my then it's like uh 2012 as yeah yeah but man i was freaking out and everyone's just yelling like even if you're over the ball no one's quiet
0: yeah i've always seen that um, the decibel they have the decibel thing every time you watch it and it's always yeah. it's yeah. always over 100 and it never yeah. goes down and then you never
2: been you never been ruda
0: uh uh i've never been oh, we were supposed idiots. to go a couple years ago it, it was pretty cool. I played, with, I played with
2: I played with Wyndham
3: Clark that day. He only had a sponsor exemption. Um, he was still like on the Corn Ferry tour that that time, but played Wyndham Clark that week and I played with another Monday qualifier named Richard Lee. And Richard Lee has long hair. And the mm. crowd's so brutal. They were just like, <laughs> when I was hitting, they were cheering like my name, like Oda, go Oda, and am like UNLV, they're like like telling go rebels, and, like rebel and like. They knew all that stuff, like, before I even got to the T, so, like, you know how they searched oh, okay. it up. They but, know who's coming
2: up. But like, the guy with long behind. hair,
3: Richard Lee, they were brutal. Man. They were just like, man, what kind of conditioner do you use? And his name is Richard, so they are just like, Dick Lee, Dick Lee. I mean, it was brutal. The fans there are just – I mean, it's 11 a.m. These guys are pissed drunk.
2: Hammer. Yeah. Hammer. Dude. dude. That was me. <laughs> that I was... might have been
3: one of those
4: people.
3: It's <laughs> <brutal>. Richard Lee. <laughs> I mean, so I'm on the green. I have an 18 footer, yeah. and like I low lipped it. They're booing. They're just like, oh, "Boo!" <laughs> I mean, I had a, yeah, I had a decent pot. I like low lipped yeah. the 18 footer. You're not. I mean, 18 footers percentage is like less than 10. percent Yeah. But man, that's- that was so going back. That's. I mean, yeah. I guess I got to give it to that hole, huh? That's a good par three. But there's yeah, another good, good par good part part three that I. That's another good par three that I played is uh Cypress Point in you know the Monterey Monterey Peninsula and played it once as my freshman year um, our team got out there during spring break and yeah that that 16th hole there is like a 230 yard par 3 over the pacific like over the rocks over the cliffs and like everyone who plays it takes a video of it and just kind of posts it on their instagram yeah. i mean i did you know yeah and craziest thing about it I, haven't, I hadn't had a hole-in-one up until that point, and, and I hit to like this, oh. and I was so bummed, you know, but the way it got there was, I like, kind of like floated a hybrid out way right,
0: and let the wind bring it Lands- back,
3: yeah, no, I oh. just kind of like flared it, oh. it's going in the Pacific Ocean, it takes a big bounce off the rocks, and finds its way onto the green, <laughs> it goes like this, and then it was just like the craziest thing ever, I think I got to give that, that hole probably my favorite. Part three i think how many whole ones do you have i have five now so up until that was in 2015 i had zero and then i got one it's one in 16 one in 17 one in 18 one in 19 and then none in 2020 because that was a COVID year everyone kind of sucked yeah. that year everything sucked that year but this past year i got one too so so if you just take I 2020
0: out if i had to put money on John O to hit a hole in one in 2022, My odds are looking pretty good because you've had yeah, one the dialed. last five yeah. years. <laughs> dialed. You're dialed. I don't think I've ever been inside five feet on a par three. I've definitely <laughs> birdied, but what? I don't I don't I've never even been close. You don't have an ace? No, never even been close. Wow. Hey, Maybe on a par hey, three Give me one, give me one second, <laughs> Chief. Let's go get the Uh-oh. video. Uh-oh that's hilarious you never uh one more thing you never said
3: your favorite course you got you you kind of steered off you got five through two yeah see i got five through two being pebble you know all of these are interchangeable yeah um i forgot to put sahali players in there
2: okay uh, Suck so on that, Aruda. uh wow <laughs> you even
0: framed it you framed it hey we
2: got you the, the, hey, the calloweezies though man we need to get you on them johnny no. i'm telling oh, you
3: so you remember shinny right shintaro he's a Callaway guy oh my gosh he's he would love that oh yeah i'm telling dude,
2: you man Call-a- look at rom Cal- look at rom since he switched man he's, he's oh, lights out
3: dude you're a big Callaway guy huh
2: you dude, know that, i got pay- it all
3: how much are they paying this podcast
2: Except for except for the driver, $0. I stick to my I stick to the ping driver.
3: If Callaway was playing uh, this podcast, I'd be a Callaway guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
2: I do want that new ping driver though. That thing looks sweet.
3: That four twenty five max yeah. is pretty good. I uh, can't really be saying that.
2: J- Jk. I've
3: got a, is one.
2: Uh, did we ever one. get? Did we ever get to the number one course? I don't think we ever got to the number one course,
3: dude. See, the thing about the top five courses, like. Well,
2: we got to I two. Think, we got to Pebble Beach.
3: You know what? I w- I would put Pebble. I'd shift Pebble to one, and then Shadow Creek to two, and then I'm gonna slide in Sahali Golf Golf Club in Seattle as my number three. Sahali, I mean Sahali
2: I, Country Club.
3: Sahali Country Club.
2: Yeah, they have I've driven Sahali past players it a bunch there. of times. Yeah, and Samish, wherever it is yeah it's uh oh, yeah they hold a couple was it senior or is it senior tours there or they had a
3: senior event there they had a lpga major there and they they even had the 98 um pga championship there
2: i've oh, driven wow. past this there's you can see this one hole from the from this road i drive by dude and, oh it looks pretty that nice, course dude. <laughs> dude i mean when
3: you talk about the pacific northwest like like you know with tall Trees, pine trees and everything. Like, I mean, that course, they call it Sahal Way because that course is so narrow. Like oh, literally yeah. you have to tre- like, yeah, yeah. It's like bending this or bending that way. And you have to like, almost like hit like a, you have to shape it that way. But I couldn't play that. Course. I th- yeah. I think I'm going to give that like my number three. I actually had a recent conversation about kind of like, oh, what's your top five? Or we're talking about what great golf course do we played. And it's like, man, yeah, I put Sah- Sahali as my number. Definitely. Top three, not one, but three. That's why it's like so tough to rank courses. Yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, like, I kind of, man, I'm, a, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like Pebble, I guess, is my number one. Like, I genuinely do feel happier on that golf course. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, half the time we're always playing golf, every different golf course. Where we're trying to grind. We're always playing tournament golf there. But to actually like be happy and enjoy like this. Like the sights, the scene, like playing the seventh hole, that little par three there. Yeah. I mean, like, it's actually breathtaking, you know. And,
0: it's and there's like, so
3: much history at that course that, like, as a kid,
0: probably growing up, watching so many majors and tournaments dude, there. You just think of every shot, like on eighteen, you think of Tiger. Seventeen yeah. and all these other holes, whoops. you know. Yeah. Whoops. No, you're fine. Are oh, you good? A...
2: Have you ever heard of uh, Gold Mountain up here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude! I They had the junior amateur there in eleven.
3: Yeah, with one.
2: Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. they have a big old sign up in the front. But holy shit, dude, I get my nuts kicked in when I played there. They dude, have that a, golf course they was... had a par three that was like, I think it was two twenty five. And I played with my buddy. Uh, I worked at a course up here, Washington National, where you yeah. used to play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But my buddy Riley, that works, uh, that I work with, he's he's great. He's probably one one or two handicap. Um, nice. But there's a par three. We were playing from the back and it was like 225. And dude. I swear to God, dude, I debated for five minutes, hit my driver. <laughs> of course <laughs> nice just, soft just, up there, dude. Just carving <laughs> one.
3: Hey, hey, you know, little hey, baby, whatever, you know,
2: little baby fade right back to the hole. But I muscled up the three wood, and I was just right at the green. Chipped and made, you know, two putt, walked away with my bogey.
0: I will say, bogey I played bogey. with how many, I don't know how many times me and Payne have played it's a lot, obviously, uh playing together. There was a time where every par three didn't matter if it was 120 yards, 250 yards. He used a hybrid on every par three. Didn't take any other club. That was him, <laughs> and I hated playing with him because it was just like he would just hit it and just roll it up there like a grandpa. It was awful. And hey, he bro, would I get it
3: on there? Hell yeah, I would. You
0: would and just two putt for par and walk out. And I'm like, this is no. such, this is
3: dumb. And he's kicking your ass too, Evan. Oh. oh, yeah, it, no nope
2: no i think oh, i think fine, beat me then, one dude. time and it was in hawaii
0: i beat you multiple times i beat you at your I home think... course like a couple times i almost wow. shot i shot my i think i shot us we don't or... have the
2: scorecards for you guys you, no, you guys need down.
3: like you guys need to get like a big board and just do like uh, you know just a tally every time you guys play you guys got to tally it up yeah so that way like you guys, you're definitely can, you guys can Just you a, gotta start a
2: running it. tab somehow.
3: Just a running tab. And at the I'm end looking, of the year, I'm looking you guys, right
2: you guys through your soul right something. now, Aruda. You're gonna get dominated. <laughs> well, you're, you're not... <laughs> oh stop it. <laughs> That's classic. But oh. uh moving on to playing golf. What uh do you think if we did a, a scramble, me and me and Aruda, two-man scramble versus you straight up, no <laughs> strokes, do we have any yeah. any chance? i mean is there red wine involved maybe we don't know
3: Shoot, <laughs> i mean am i sober on the golf course am i not sober on the golf course if i'm not sober on the golf course you guys definitely have a chance but not sober drinking. we
2: have a chance
3: <laughs> yeah if i'm if, if you give a couple of like give me a couple of trulies or white claws on the golf course i'm done. I'm, done I'm done i'm like a good 74 but I don't know if if you guys do, if you guys, guys, can you guys scramble? If you guys scramble and shoot like three under, you guys have a chance. I mean, I'll probably shoot anywhere from even to six under.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm late. I'm uh, about 85% on the no side and I have a 15% chance on the other side. Good
2: thing. I got nothing but time to prepare for it.
3: Yeah. Hey, if I have a bad day, you know, any given day, you know, it's golf. Hey, exactly yeah oh,
0: you know well All right.
2: well you got I anything think, else
0: roots i got nothing else to let you get out of here john
3: thank you this is awesome yeah no That's thanks awesome. for having me this is fun it's been nice uh catching up with you guys and meeting you ruda you know yeah. we'll get to we'll have to uh play some golf seriously
2: never. absolutely yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking a- forward to uh moving back out there we'll uh we'll definitely link up and uh Grab a couple couple cold Rockies and hit the links. <laughs> Dude, a couple of cold Rockies and some social
3: golf is what I need. You know, yeah. I love that. There
2: there go. Yeah, well, best of luck to you, man, moving forward. Thanks, man. Um, big things coming ahead for John Oda. All right, man. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. All right. See you, big dog. Take it easy. Yep. That
0: interview, John Oda, was awesome. It was just fun to, you know, track golf of the guy, you know, especially the guy at that level. You know, I don't really – I don't really talk, you know, sit down and talk with golfers at that level and just, you know, how their experience with golf and the, ex- You know, golf is exclusive. And, I mean, this dude just – he played pebble one day. Didn't have to pay. He played at 7 a.m., just walked it with his caddy. He's played uh,
2: – Shadow Creek. Shadow yeah. Creek. He said match. he played Shadow Creek. Over 500 times. <laughs> he said he
0: he said he would just walk over to Shadow Creek, ask for a cart, and hop in. His entire time in college and now, so um, yeah, I that luck- was a fun
2: interview. It was yeah, awesome, great that, dude. Great personality. I'm glad we could get him on. Yeah, hopefully we can get him on
0: again. You know. Um Yeah, in the future, after we in get the him,
2: future we get him back rolling after this podcast, he's gonna start rolling.
0: Yeah. So. Give me a. I also got one more thing to touch on before we head out. We'll we'll touch more on it on Thursday. But it's officially college football season. It is week zero. We got five games on Fri on Saturday, college football games, and my dogs are playing on Saturday against the UConn Huskies, and I'm excited. It's an early kickoff here in the the West Coast, 11 a.m. Um, But you best believe I'll be drinking mimosas walking into that stadium. And uh, You're
2: you're drinking mimosas before a football game?
0: I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, man. It's 11 a.m. I've never gone to a game at All
2: I know is the NCAA does not want UNLV to have a a successful season this year um, because we got Tate Martell. I don't know if you noticed that.
0: I know that. I saw that. Yeah.
2: If we have Tate Martell back there, we don't lose the yeah. game this year in the Mountain West.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I'm uh we'll talk more about this, but I just was looking at uh breakfast this morning at the the spread for the frozen State game and it, the dogs were 27 and a half put 7 27 and a half point favorites against Yukon. I don't know where they came up with that number. Um, I feel like it's pretty high, so We'll
2: see how that. (laughs) Hey, we're We're... we're 43 and a half point favorites against Howard (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh,
0: Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Subscribe on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and where you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, We'll see you starting X later. Go Stars.